0: audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year fall guy fall guy
1: fall guy
2: that's what the poster said
0: see ryan gosling and emily blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy Trying to make out because
2: nope. i don't either it's not what i'm into right now
0: what are you into talking yeah okay. <laughs> the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd read it pg-13 okay round two name something that's not
2: boring a laundry Ooh, a book club <sighs>
0: Hello, you miserable bastards, and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn, and joining me is Craig Devine. All right. And Ross Davidson. Hello. We've went and signed another player, unexpectedly. I wasn't expecting it.
1: No, I don't think anyone was, um, especially knowing that that position. But obviously, other other things have since developed that makes it a little bit clearer as to why this has happened. But um, he seems like a, a pretty good sign, and he was... Um I should probably say his name first before we get it Yeah, Dylan into... Connolly. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> um his name kinda started floating about. Obviously the folk that were in the know would have known, you know, a few days beforehand, but his name started floating about, I think, the night before when we were kind of chatting about it. Um and it, it does it sounds like a like good acquisition. I mean at a pace which is always a good thing because I think we're maybe lacking that in some areas at times. Um He's also surprisingly for some money, he's no got an injury history that I can find.
2: So <laughs> cute, a, a signing. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Craig. I think it's one out of left field for us, not in the know. But I think we what's been down in the last couple of days, we've been kind of working on signing a replacement for the big man that's just left. But by all accounts, he's got a good write up, mm-hmm. really quick. I mean, only judging by a YouTube video again, which discuss the dangers of that. What but, was the
0: music like though? Yeah, what was the music like I can't like? remember
2: actually, I just remember him That's scoring good uh, on mute this time. <laughs> uh, scoring a, a few good goals, but he's he's in product, looks good, he can score, he's quick, he's skillful. Uh, we said in the last podcast we kinda needed something similar to Dermis on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. That he gives us in the left, which he looks as if he's gonna do that. So now nah, yeah. it looks like a positive addition, I would say.
0: Someone to keep Kyle McAllister on his toes. And I did get that name right because I have McAllister written on my notes. <laughs> we underlined him like I'm saying it right this time. Um, he, um, we, We've seen glimpses of McAllister and what he can do, but I don't think he's consistent enough. And now that we have someone who's challenging him for this position, maybe it'll bring the best out of him.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And If he's half as good as his ex-teammate uh, has shown since he came uh, over the water, then... Um, it's a positive sign and if he can play as the number 10 as well, then as you say, it gives Kyle a, a kick up the arse a wee bit. For a competition. We, seem to,
1: we seem to have a thing for these uh, kind of out-of-nowhere names, we I said. But we used to, it seems as if we, we just went through a period of every player that got linked is nearly signed for us and then it never materialised, but um, Goodwin seems to like kind of keeping these cards quite close until the last minute.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I mean, even previous years, was always somebody online or whatever in the know that would maybe sneak names out because info would get out from the club. But that doesn't seem to be happening too much uh, these days. So, Juicy, I think, could be uh, the recruitment team especially keep the names kind of quite close to their chest until uh, they're signed, which is good because it stops other teams scuppering you. And we've seen that a number of times with guys that get signed away from us from where we thought we had them uh, signed, sealed and delivered. So, I uh, good. Ian Hart. Yeah, <laughs> Ian Hart. There's a few guys, I think, over the years that have just... I think Carol Finnegan was one. That, uh, were mm. many get
0: Alan Gow, before we properly signed him, when he was already like well and truly broken. Uh-huh. Before he was fully broken, we tried to sign him and then he went to Motherwell, didn't he? Charlie Miller was a name for years as well, was it
2: not? Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he still gets mentioned from time to time <laughs> about <laughs> him and Robbie Winters. <laughs>
0: So, we mentioned uh, the big man leaving, Isaac Thorvaldson. That was announced today. There was a few rumours going about that he was on his way out. Do you think this is um, he's on his way out to make space for another player to come in? Or do you think he was made to go out for Dylan Connolly to come in?
2: I think about both, to be honest. I said in the last podcast, I thought we needed an, another winger. And we've signed another winger than Connolly. But now that he's went out the door, I think it's square one again for me. I think mm-hmm. we need... Replace his gap in the team, but
1: it does uh, it does leave a wee bit of room. Um but I did also see uh an interview with Goodwin just before coming on this where he said that um there is still a couple of players over over the water that he's got his eyes on and that you know um Colin might not be the last. Can kind I of coming for there? We're gonna
0: have a full Irish me. team, aren't
2: we? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly taking over. Just paid uh, <laughs> proof to the fact that we're Uh, Mini Celtic To a lot of people's eyes You know Oh wow (laughs) uh, Signing some Northern Irish players
1: Just to balance this out
2: Uh, i got David David Healy In the director of football (laughs) Just to balance it out
1: In fairness I don't think Goodwin's really got it wrong With any of the boys Coming over Yeah Yeah. Obviously Connolly's not To kick a ball for us But Nothing nothing about it
2: Screams that it's a You know A bad signing Or a mistake Yeah no I totally agree I think um, He knows that market well And he, he He's not had one failure yet. you know. Connolly's not kicked a ball, so I'm not going to dress him up too much, but uh, that has been successful so far.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought Isaac uh, Thorvaldson, he did look like he had some potential. As you said, he was strong, he was quick. Um, in the moments that we saw him coming off the bench, he kind of thought there is a player in there, but it kind of just looks like he was a bit homesick. You know, it's him went straight to Iceland on loan. That was kind of mentioned in the statement when he left St Mern, so... You can't really blame him on that, can you?
2: Yeah, kind of criticise the guy. If you're homesick, you're homesick. He's still a young lad, isn't he? So mm-hmm. it's maybe, I know there's maybe some rumours when these things happened that a guy's attitude and things like that, but he's went back down to Norwich and went straight back out to his homeland. So it maybe be a different story if we've got rid of him and he's not went back out and loan. It mm-hmm. could have been an attitude thing or an application thing, but I would maybe see a bit of truth in the homesickness. You can't really fault the guy at all for it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then moving on to the the one-all draw against Ross County. I was there, just saying. <laughs> um...
2: like, big time Jamie, yeah. Sky Sports, oh, BT, stadium passes, I know.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> when you're in demand, you've got to give the people what they want, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, I don't actually think I've I said that on the podcast. You can hear me every Friday on BT Sports Scottish football show for twenty seconds with my prediction. So yeah. It's pretty much what I say on this podcast, but just a lot quicker. You <laughs> might actually I might not say that because then we might lose listeners, just but I'll just listen to that one.
2: <laughs> well, then you're discounting any opinion that me and Craig deliver. Yeah. I think people just listen for you.
0: Is that not I mean, me that's what he thinks as well?
2: Uh, we get we get player names right, we know <laughs> we know Kyle McAllister's true name.
0: Oh, it's got McAllister written, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I will say, being at the, the match is with like no fans there's an experience, the stuff you get to hear on the pitch and from the coaches is quite interesting, including like there was a free kick where. Uh, there was a couple of guys standing over it and uh, Jim Goodwin just was like no nah, I want Kyle to shoot and I was like that's a bit far out and then well he did take the shot and it didn't really trouble the goalkeeper but um, it is quite interesting what you hear and um, especially from like the actual players on the pitch, like the referees and stuff get some amount of abuse. I've already said this to um, use it, it was that like, Michael Gardine ran up to the linesman and called him a mong, and then went at him. and I was like, "Shit, I don't see you get away with that." <laughs> it's like uh, pretty bad. <laughs> God,
1: so even from a political correctness standpoint, I just didn't think the referees gonna stood for that. I thought like. And that's not even happy. Well. I'll I'll
0: mention another one that came like uh, later on when we mentioned mention a certain talking point. But uh I think we'll talk about the goal first. Um uh McAllister had a like, like he had a really good game on this this match and um he worked really well on the lead up to the goal.
2: Yeah, I played well, but a, a couple of ricochets and a bit of luck, but sometimes you make your own luck, especially if you're travelling at that speed. It's done well to still keep it under control in a way a uh, good kind of turn and shot from Obika. A good finish.
1: Mhm. kind of just did well with the, the ball, just held off the the player that was on him and slotted it in, which we kinda of hesitant to say we expect that from Obika now. But yeah. you do.
2: Ah, absolutely.
0: If Marais was in that position, is it a goal?
2: Oh, right, <laughs> no, it's not. not isn't. He's been in that position and he hasn't scored goals. So, there's your answer. But uh, because. Um, I always think he's he's good at the instinctive finishing. Mm-hmm. But see chances he needs to think at sometimes or think about rather. And that's when he's kinda he loses the plot a wee bit, but that's a good instinctive striker from uh finish from your your striker, which mm-hmm. is what you're wanting. That's how he gets double figures, uh or last season anyway, and hopefully this season. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely think he'll hit that this season. Um Junior Marias, uh we we did mention it in like the first half, like that was a man trying too too hard, but I think when you see it, it's maybe him trying to prove to himself that he's good enough at this level. I don't think he is.
2: Uh, I don't. I've officially checked out of the Junior Marais fan club. I'm, just, uh, I'm just knocking on him. I just, I've gave him enough chances. He's just not good enough for me at this level. it comes to the end of the season, I'll apologise if he rattles in double figures and he's a new fan's favourite, but I just can't see it. It's just a a poor signing all round, I think.
1: He has. He's he's had too many chances. He misses too many chances. Based on his goals output as a striker, you have to be disappointed. But I do think that he he did well on Saturday after the the talking point that we're obviously going to get to in a minute. Um, When we went down to 10 men, he, he did really well to kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. just step up and hold out and kind of help the game along
0: in the uh, first half he was definitely getting frustrated as well as other players would be as well mm-hmm. um from you what from what you could hear on the pitch um there was a throw in and i mean like it was it was aimed at marias and there was no chance he had it because he had two men on him but like kyle McAllister turned around and like kicked the ground and was like fuck's sake junior and he said it like Oh, why are we even aiming the ball at them, kind of thing? And you're mm. thinking, like, I always feel kind of sorry for players like that, and I think that's why I'm kind of hoping something changes there. Because like in the second half, I think Goodwin may have had a word that with them or something. Because he definitely seemed a bit more threatening. Um, again, unlucky with a few chances. It's, uh, if he had scored one previously, would he have finished those chances in the second half? Um, then when the sending off happened. Uh, yeah, we saw a wee bit more of him and like, what else he can bring um, to the team. It, it was just an unfortunate game, I think, for him.
2: I just think uh, the point that I totally lost it and changed um, my view on him was in the first half when he was chasing a ball down the touchline and just fell yeah. over. See just the, fell see, over. He fell He <laughs> was getting that ball. like
0: The speed of him and like the shouts for Goody as well was, that's yours, Junior. That's yours. That's yours. And for, I was like he's got that ball like, and then he tried to, it looked like he tried to like slide to get it but he didn't need to slide to get it and then he just got stuck
2: in the ground and
0: it's you just, were just <clears throat>
2: it's, it's bad days when even your legs give up give up on you but <laughs> I, I need to agree to you I thought after the red card his defensive performance alongside uh, Fraser which I thought Ross County kind of purposely attacked our right hand side mm-hmm. try to get Stewart up against Fraser and then especially special went down to 10 men a lot of that, our their majority earlier build-up play was coming down that side. I thought Junior doubled up well with Fraser. To be honest, to give him a bit of credit, I thought mm-hmm. um, he done really well after we went down to ten. So I'm not completely criticising him or, or slating him, but I just think as a striker going forward, he's he's no fun at all. And he just starts scoring, eh? Nah. And we'll get on to
0: that talking point of the sending off. I mean. I still can't believe people are still trying to argue with this. The, um at the time I was confused. Um it looked like a 50-50 that we'd won and I thought he'd blown the whistle back for um uh just Ross Stewart being down injured. And then like all the Ross County players surrounded the referee, and this is where I was meaning, like where, that it's funny that you can hear players and it was Ross Draper just going, You're a fucking coward, you're absolute coward, you're afraid to blow your whistle, you're prick, and all this kind of thing. And then I went down to tweet on my phone which the tweet you might have seen Ross Draper as I can't pass it on now after I tweeted that I got a notification on my phone that it was a red card St Mirren and I went wait what and then I looked up and just saw Joe Shaughnessy walking off the pitch I was like ah okay <laughs> not sure what happened there but yeah after watching it back it's it's a definite red card I just can't s-
1: quick fingers for the person that's that's uh compiled that start and pushed it up <laughs> <laughs> I know that's very true I just I, can't uh, see
2: where the debate is really it's no. a knee high alright it's won the ball I get that people mention that but you, no matter what I mean it's the angle and the speed that he's coming at I think Craig mentioned the group chat which is a good point
0: if it's if it isn't
2: a giant he's tackling and Ross Stewart if it's an average size bloke then I mean that's a thigh high mm-hmm. challenge I think it's quite a vicious challenge to be honest and uh, and as Craig can't. said, if
0: it was a man the size of Junior Marais, he'd have no boss left. Well,
2: exactly. <laughs> I just personally can't see where the, the debate is and the challenge. I think it's a really bad challenge and I think if that was Ross Draper well, similar, for example, there was a challenge by Vigors in the f- first half, I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of studs up in the chest of Foley, maybe. Um only get a booking, but I thought that was a red. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there'd be much debate about that, but think if it was an opposition player tackling Shaughnessy like that there'd be no
0: yeah other way around that's yeah. 100% a red like of course you'd be shouting for it Um, a lot of people are using that picture and it's like you can't use evidence of that picture because you can't tell the angles from that one freeze frame that's just Ross Stewart running and they're like that's his studs up and it's not, it's not because you can see firmly that his foot is nowhere near the player Mm-hmm. Like um, he's not like got the intention of going to the player. Obviously, Shaughnessy sure didn't have that intention as well, but he did follow through, left his studs up, straight leg, and he, he could have caused them seri- a serious injury. He
1: it did die, and I mean, I did tweet out a picture um, of a freeze frame, but the the one I tweeted out was when the leg actually connected with the boy's knee. Um, but I just I'm i I just can't see why why it's such a debate at all. Well. Um, I think it's maybe more to do with the circumstances, maybe touching on the, the vigors challenge. You know, there's no consistency at all mm-hmm. that one can be a red card and one isn't when they're arguably arguably just as bad as each other. But a, a lot of the issue for me is to do with, you know, the way the red card came about and the fact that, you know, it's it's been Willie them that's, that's blowing the
2: whistle for it. Yeah, yeah or I think to stop to play. It. That's a point. I think mm-hmm. it's had the Willie column factor that's pissed a lot of people off rather than the red and how it's came about. If that was uh, just your average fourth official giving that, it wouldn't have been so much mm-hmm. nonsense mm-hmm. about it. I was the referee had gave it at the time,
1: well, but Exactly, the referee
2: exactly. saw fit to play on. And- or the linesman. I mean, how is he not seen that? But column has. I mean, the linesman. I think there's a freeze frame where you can see the linesman's got a clear mm-hmm. view of it. You mm-hmm. can see it. There's nobody in his way. There's no... It's happened relatively quick, but it's a perfect view, and uh, he didn't bother to lift his flag, think. That's pissed a lot of people off, you know.
0: I stayed back after the game and listened to the interviews, and it's quite interesting what Stuart Kettlewell said, which was, um, when challenges happen on the park and the referee doesn't pick it up, you always turn around to the fourth official to intervene. And like Jim Goodwin would be exactly the same. So you can't have much complaints of the fourth official actually getting involved here because uh, when you when you look at it, it's a referee team and if the referee misses something and the linesman also don't see it, but one member of your team, the fourth official, goes, that is a 100% a red card. You've got to listen to it. That's what they're there kind of for to do. So it's hard to have too many complaints about it.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I remember years ago, I remember who the fourth official was, but Michael Stewart got sent off for I, hats. I literally have that in my notes. I
0: listen, uh, uh, they mentioned I it in the terrace the other day, and I was like...
2: Oh, did they? Um, yeah. they I think he kicked fucking Shuggy Murray or somebody mm-hmm. like that, and the play was going down the other end, and the fourth official got him sent off for that. So they do intervene. I mean, that's their job. Mm-hmm. But I think just the frustration comes from who gave the red card, being Willie Collum. Nobody likes him anyway, so it's just yeah. double anger at the fact that he's been sent off as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I thought it was funny when someone said that they were not going to appeal it. Like, the top comment on it was shite bags, <laughs> 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 that did make me chuckle. But, I um, think
2: when someone came out and said they're not appealing it, that's when all the apparent debate stopped. Mm-hmm. I think there was yeah. genuinely people expecting us to appeal that, which just was never going to happen.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I guess it's. To go back to the actual result
1: itself, though, I guess it is a it's a good thing that we're disappointed that it finished one each, and we felt as if we could have won the game if we hadn't been down to ten men. Um, Especially with how
0: Ross County have been playing, they have been pretty impressive yeah. uh, this season. We've seen what Ross Stewart can do up front as well as defensively. I was mm-hmm. surprised at one point to see him so far back defending, and I was I was he won the ball, and I was so shocked to actually when I looked up to see it was him, and um, even like Stewart Kettlewell. Was shouting at him, saying, "Don't stop dropping back so much." So, so this is on his own volition that he's going down and helping out the defense and stuff. Um, he he had, a, I think he had a great game. I think most of the the press gave him man of the match um, for how the game like essentially turned round after the red card. Um,
2: yeah, I thought he played pretty well. I thought Midge Gardine for County played well, especially mm-hmm. in the second half. I thought he was really, really good. Um I thought we were okay. We were no bad uh, up until the the red card.
0: Other than Junior, you really couldn't point anyone who had that too much of a bad spell during the match. Nah. Like Nathan, Nathan sherrin had a great match. I think we've already mentioned. I, I put on the Twitter as well that he's a really tidy player. He does his job well, and I can see him being a fan's favourite very very shortly if he continues the way he has been. Um. Uh, Oh man, this is you telling me that I can't remember players' names <laughs> I've just done it again One of the Irish boys, he was really good as well McGrath, Jamie McGrath He's <laughs> got the same first name as me, how can I forget that <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamie McGrath, he also Had a really good game
2: as well Yeah, a, uh, a good run of games now That he's been playing really well for some these um, He's starting to kind of Relax a bit, he's starting to make that position his own Which mm-hmm. I think the three of us have said Beforehand, we've always wanted him to do so But I thought we played well I just think the games are, are every game bar the Rangers game is taking a eerily similar course you know we score mm-hmm. we play well second half's a bit different we don't take our chances and then it's mm-hmm. back to the wall stuff and I think albeit Saturday was down to a red card but again we're holding on for dear life in the last 10-15 minutes you know mm-hmm. we need to take our chances I wanted to be a wee bit critical and say that I think we, we probably give the ball away too
1: easily sometimes mm-hmm. but you can't kind of really take the last 20 minutes into consideration on Saturday that we're giving the ball away too easily when we're down to 10 men. But mm-hmm. I'd like to see us kind of hold on to it a wee bit better at times. But I don't know if that's just to do with the way we're set up to kind of hit on the counter.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think we should uh, command possession a lot a lot better than we did. Um, that's been a, a thing I've noticed since the season started. Mm-hmm. We've not done that too well. Even just to take the pressure off a wee bit, just enjoy possession for Two, three, four, five minutes, you know, and, and relax a bit. We seem to just either lump it forward to get rid of it, or it's a simple pass, it goes astray or out the park and invites pressure back on us. Mm-hmm. Slightly up to junior and he falls over
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly worrying stat that we've yet to score more than one goal in a match. Um, maybe the additions of Christian Dennis, we didn't really get to see too much of them. You can't really judge them coming on the last ten minutes of a match where you're down to ten men and um, Dylan Connolly as well, maybe hopefully this is a sign of something different, we have St. Johnson next St. Johnson also not being able to score some goals um, I can't see them threatening our defence t- uh, too much, we won't have Shaughnessy, however we've got like, we've seen that if we put Foley at back four, he does a job, um, and you've still got McCarthy and um, Fraser and Tate at the back, we didn't even mention Tate's clearance in that game actually that was some clue oh,
2: yeah. unbelievable uh, he's been outstanding since he's, he started
0: it yeah the
2: season. I thought he's been really really good
0: I think there'll be a few Motherwell fans that'll be gutted they've let him
2: go especially how poorly they've been playing mm-hmm. I mean, he'd, he'd walk into their team at the moment mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was very funny I saw a picture on Twitter and I wish I'd written down whose name it was that tweeted it and it was like he'd Uh, took a photo of the clearance off the line and zoomed in on his arse and sent it to his his missus saying Richard Tate, more more like Richard Tate (laughs) (laughs)
2: Fair enough
0: Yeah, Pretty funny But yeah, um, so I can't see the St. Johnson uh, strikers threatening us too much, Stevie May's coming back into fitness maybe a slight worry Um, other than that it'd be more interesting to see how we go forward if we're going to start Obika and Christian Dennis or are we just going to start Obika himself and um, have Marais start again but uh, be very interesting to see how we tackle it. I
2: think uh, uh, although Stevie May's coming back, that boy Callum Henry up front for St. Johnson, I really like the look of him. I think he's mm-hmm. making as a decent player. Um, he's certainly a handful for, for defenders so we need to watch out for that depending on how he sets up the back line. I don't know I was thinking earlier today, rather than put Foley back, maybe keep Foley in the middle. I know McPherson's wasted it right back, but that's an option and move Fraser in one. Mm, Get him yeah. to play centre-half. You know, keeps Foley in the middle alongside Sharon. Mm-hmm. They kind of battle against um, their central midfielders. I think Murray Davidson might be on his way back. Oh, so really? I think, I'm not too sure, it might be a bit too early, but certainly him against Foley will be a good battle.
0: They uh, they're missing Liam Craig, isn't he? He gets them, sent off
2: in the last match. Uh, That'll so be a big loss for them. Big big loss. Uh, so I don't know what he'll do with the backline, but he's got options. It's a shame. I think Big Bird, I, I'm not a major fan of him, but I think his time's done. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not even in the conversation when we're talking about uh, a centre half replacing Shaughnessy when he's banned. So I think he'll he'll need to shuffle the pack. I mean, the obvious addition would be Beard into the backline and keep everything as is but I don't think that's going to happen mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll probably start to pick up front in his own and then hopefully give Dennis more of a chance than he had on Saturday there because it was a tough ask for him to come on when mm-hmm. we had 10 men
1: it's, uh, it's interesting that you brought up Baird because I was going to mention that, I think it just says a lot that, that Goodwin likes to move fully back there even when Baird's an option he just he, obviously he doesn't trust him at all and he's just there to make up the numbers which is a shame but you need to trust the manager he probably yeah.
0: sees a bit of himself in Foley as well because Goodwin was always a midfielder that get pushed back into the centre of defence when needed and done a job there. So he's probably passed on some of his experience in that position and um, making Foley more versatile. Because I think that's clearly mm-hmm. what we, uh, Jim Goodwin's looking for is versatility and the players that we sign and players that can play a number of positions. Um, I'm just intrigued that obviously Obika will start. I can't see his playing two up front away. Um, even though I don't think with the fans and stuff it's a huge difference between away and home matches. But um do you think Mariah starts or do you think we'll take we'll play um Donnelly? I know that's not a straight swap, but um Donnelly. Connolly.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dylan Connolly have got to sit, put together as Donnelly. Jesus, um, I I don't know. It's it's hard to predict because we don't know the state of uh, Dermis because he wasn't involved on in Saturday there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I my, my, when I first got to the stadium, he was
2: cycling around it. But, <laughs> it um, I, I don't know. Say he is fit. I don't know if he'll maybe do Foley and Sharon sitting. McAllister in behind Obika and then uh, Donnelly. <laughs> uh, on the on the right and uh, Dumbus on the left, but that leaves you pretty open to the counter. So I'm not too sure how we do it. There's a no, maybe a number of ways, but it depends on people's fitness, I suppose. That's another thing that doesn't come out of the club too much. Guys, yeah, we've been very very
0: quiet on stuff like that, haven't we?
2: So it's we're not too sure how to speculate the the starting eleven Saturday, but
1: we'll see. I wonder if we should just be going for it and just lining up with near enough the same team as last week. Just going for two up front for the off Because like you say There's no fans there Um, So how
2: much does that play into that kind of decision making? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's never any fans at McDonald's Park anyway so. oh, Very true <laughs> Aye, <laughs> you know, because... You're right I think uh, An away game is not necessarily It's just all bounce games really These days isn't it? <sighs> Feels like it a wee bit So it's like I agree with what Craig said How much is no fans? Mm-hmm. There's no fans there So I mean it's the home fan aspect and away game doesn't really take into account for me to be honest yeah. so they might just these,
1: go for it one of these games that we're talking about you know both sides are kind of struggling to kind of score many goals so it's a stick on fucking five each in it <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah absolutely
2: I just think we, if we score then we we always create chances we just need to take mm-hmm. the next two or three and hopefully someday uh, soon is on the end of a, a doing from us because we create enough we just don't put them away
1: I'd be mm-hmm. a lot more worried if we weren't creating these chances, but we are. So the, you know, there's there's no alarm bells right now. We just need somebody to start putting them in. Mm-hmm. I, th- the
0: I think that's why I think we might set up exactly the same as we did against Ross County, uh, and just maybe swap eyes for Dennis. Um, match fitness wise, Dennis' season didn't end that long ago. He's had what a two week summer or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and he looked like agile enough when he came on. So. Maybe a straight swap for him and Marais, and then if if he tires towards the end of the game, you can obviously put Marais back on um, to add a bit of pace towards their strikers, just to call, or their defenders. Even sorry, um, to just cause a bit more if it's needed. Because um, the way from what we've heard about Dennis and what we've seen from sort of like highlights and highlights and stuff, if you replaced him with Marais and the positions Marais got himself in against Ross County, you would expect those shots to go in.
2: Yeah. I, totally, I totally agree with you I think uh, sooner rather than later we'll see uh, Dennis and Obika up front together, uh, mm. try to form a partnership Hopefully it starts on Saturday, I'd be like to see it uh, Obika maybe holding it up and Dennis working off them or vice versa or whatever, And as you say towards the end, maybe put Mariah on to use his energy and chase loose balls down but for me I would rather start those two every week as I've said at the start of the podcast, I've kind of signed off on uh, uh, Bryce so I'm really going to be happy seeing him starting every week. To be honest,
0: see, I love an underdog, so the more people that sign off on of them, the more I want them to do well. And I've done it with all certain players, where I'm like, no, like just, just, he'll come into a game, he'll come into a
2: game. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily want him to do badly. I never really want anybody that plays for us to do badly. I just can't think of any point where he'll do well.
1: You, you would love to be proved wrong. Like,
2: oh, absolutely. I'll be the first guy to hold my hands up and yeah. apologise to the guy, but I just can't see it, personally. That's that's my standpoint, to be honest. So I don't really want to see him starting. He's not done anything to deserve to start. That's a probably better way of putting it. Yeah. Um, so Dennis, he's not keeping Dennis out of the team. I mean, they're both on the same number of goals. <laughs> Junior said five games more than him, so
1: sticking junior on first scorer <laughs> we
0: we'll hit some score cast Mariah's first goal five each
1: <laughs> we're retiring for the podcast life and sailing into the sunset with the women's. you're not getting rid of us that quickly no, <laughs> um,
2: you're
0: trying to get rid of us it sounds I'm not trying to get rid of anybody BT. <laughs> yeah BT sport half six tomorrow <laughs> so, <laughs> Um so before we go i will mention that we have launched a new merch line uh we'll put the link in the description for the podcast it's on our twitter and facebook as well there's masks uh hoodies t-shirts socks um <laughs> even a, a dog hoodie which i've got coming for my dog and i think kay has got coming for his as well yep um, there was a slight issue, I know some of your orders were refunded uh, that has been fixed, I've been assured that has been fixed, so apologies if you might need to buy it again, but <laughs> it's not going to happen again <laughs> I've been assured um, but yeah, go buy our stuff
2: and I just want to see people out wearing it Yeah, you definitely just need a block capital letter t-shirt saying fuck Alex Ray
0: well, there has been two new t-shirts been added on um, today. What the, do mean? It's not the only thing on there, but uh, fuck Alex Ray does appear on it, uh, oh, so. and there are more lines coming as well. Of course, Big Chebs will make an appearance at some point, and maybe even a master tape. But one <laughs> <waiting> for <laughs> Kyle McKenzie. Uh, nah, so we'll, McKenzie. We'll, we'll, we'll ignore that one. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, and as always, fuck Alex Ray
2: fuck Alex Ray
1: and fuck Willie Colum <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network